Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now. Welcome, everyone. Hi, Bess. Hello. <sighs> We're doing Take this a deep one. breath. I know. I gotta. This I, is an insane one. I have literally been in a K-hole all week with this red string theory of an episode we're about to bring. Yeah, it's it's a big weird one. I don't know. I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm scared. I'm scared to death of this person. She's been on the least amount of time of anyone we've covered, and this is probably going to be our longest episode. So many questions. So many theories. Woo! Lost a microphone. (laughs) There's no answers to many things, and too many theories and answers to other things my mother was the one who came up with this idea thank you so much thank you shout out to alice we are thanks alice this is one i never would have picked but i'm kind of glad we did it mary motherfucking cosby mary cosby from housewives of salt lake city not my not, not my favorite franchise i know it's not i I have to say, I left. Okay. I did love season three. Season two, I thought was great, actually. You know, I've always liked it a little bit more than you. Rewatching it for this, uh huh. There were some great moments. Yeah, especially season two. It started out strong, it lost its way, and then it came back. I don't know what this new season is going to be like. They also have had several COVID, yet, yeah, unfortunate COVID seasons, and yeah. What do you think about Mary? She's insane. She is so goddamn cuckoo. I can't even with her. Yeah, she's might be the wackiest nut job of a hut of a housewife we have ever had across any and yet any franchise city. I enjoyed watching her. I'm not gonna lie, because she's so like it's like watching a car wreck. I don't know really why she's there. I don't know what she was gonna gain from it like how she got on in the first place i'm not really even sure i know how she got on how'd she get on i believe i know how this started and then we'll go kind of into what we know about her background okay i believe during the times there was a period of time where she and her husband were living in new york Mm -hmm. in the west village and she and andy cohen went to the same gym and were friendly this has come out really he spoke to her because they worked out at the same gym. Huh. He knew her before she was on. Wow. And I think he was the only one. Like, she was the only housewife he had previous knowledge of before they were ever on the show. I am shocked. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into it. Once upon a time. Go Once for it, Once upon Sarah. a time. There was a girl named Mary Martha Harris. She was born April 10th, 1972 in Salt Lake City, Utah. So she's Salt Lake born and bred. Uh She didn't move there. She's an Aries sign. I feel like they're all Aries. Like all the housewives are like an Aries. There's a lot of Aries around. Um, Oddly. She's 5'4". Pretty short. I even thought she was shorter. She seems diminutive. She's very skinny. 
Her mother was Rosalind Rosie Cazares, and her longtime stepfather is Mark Cazares. So we don't know anything about Mary's birth father, but we do know she's been estranged from her mother since she was 19, which is pretty young. Yeah. To get estranged or from her mother. around 22. I found conflicting age timelines, too. There's, there's a lot of stuff out there. And... They became estranged, really, I believe, because of the church. So after her grandmother had passed away, the grandmother had told just Mary that she wanted Mary to take over the church and all of her businesses and everything. And her mom was allegedly... This whole episode, by the way, we're just alleging. It's all just of alleging this. all over the place. We're, we are down conspiracy rabbit holes, Instagrams, Reddit threads. This is all just one big allege. Yeah, and her mother wanted to take over the church. Her mother was in charge of the church choir. And when Mary ended up taking over the church, her mother left the congregation and took about half of the members with her. Right. It divided the church, and she says that many times. So we'll get into the church in a sec. Okay. So, oh, God. Sister and three brothers. We can't find anything on the siblings at all. Um, She seems to be estranged from Everybody. Doesn't it seem so weird that the grandmother just wanted Mary to take over, even though the grandmother had a daughter, some other... The grandmother had more than one child, multiple grandchildren, but she just chose one person. I think this all was cooked up, perhaps, by... I'll get into that. Robert Cosby Sr. Yeah. So, who who is he? Who is Robert Cosby Sr.? So... He was originally married to Mary's grandmother. He's 20 years younger than Mary's grandmother as well. Right. And 20 years older than Mary. So, okay. Robert Cosby married Rosemary, who is her grandmother. So we've got Rosemary's the grandmother, Rosalind is the mother, mm-hmm. and Mary is Mary. Anyway, Robert Cosby Sr. married her grandmother, Rosemary, in 1975. Mary was one years old at this time. She died, Rosemary did, in 1997 of heart failure. I think they said a suspected heart attack. And it was totally out of the blue that she died. So it wasn't like she was dying and then told, like, Mary, on my deathbed, take over all of my stuff. Yeah. And then shortly after, she married Robert Cosby Sr. Yes. So they prayed on it. They prayed on it. So, but she was married before this. She was married once. She was married once before. His name was Dana Harris, which was her first husband, who she got married to. I believe around nineteen or twenty. Yeah, at the time she was becoming estranged from her mother. I, that's the thing. That's where the math gets a little fuzzy. And there's some places that say she was getting estranged from her mom around twenty-two, twenty-three. So she married Dana Harris, who has died. I believe by suicide. Oh, God, it just gets darker. It's darker and darker. And Robert Sr. wanted to get rid of her first husband, so he proclaimed to all of the church in front of Dana that he was granting Mary a divorce because Dana wanted to perform... Uh, what's the term? 
Like an exorcism? No. Like oh, oral a, sex? Oral sex, basically, but he called it something weird. Unclean like, un- sex acts. Un- unclean sex acts, oral sex. You know what? I get that. That's grounds for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Anyway. Oh, God. I hope everyone's still with us here. This is a, this is a twisted web. It's a very twisted web. Okay, so then she... They prey on it. First of all, grandmother dies of of this alleged heart attack, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there's theories out there. One of the theories is that Mary and Robert Sr. were having... Plotted all of this. And the grandmother died under suspicious circumstances. Um, Apparently, she passed in Florida. They didn't do an autopsy. No, in Florida, they did not do an autopsy, which was the law in Florida, because she didn't die in a hospital. Uh Uh-huh. And somehow she never had an autopsy. But then they exhumed the body and did one years later? So there was an interview on, I don't know, some rando podcast something Mm -hmm. about uh, the uncle. This was from the uncle who was saying this. Mm -hmm. Uncle Ernest, I believe his name was. And he said that they exhumed the body three years after her death. And said that there were high levels of volume still in her tissues, which, I don't know, I can't imagine there's tissues left. That I'm taking with a grain of salt. Yeah. So that was, there There seems to be a lot of family members saying a lot of things, too. Yes. So anyway, Mary got married to Robert Cosby Sr. in 1998, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what else do we know about him? So the way that they got married, too, which was really weird. So after Rosemary died, Robert went on to preach that Mary was just comforting him and was sent by Rosemary and God to him. He then proceeded to call out Dana in front of the church and did all that stuff with the oral sex. And then this is the, this part gets really weird. Robert then told the family rosemary's kids that they needed to pray to god to get a yes or no answer without them knowing the question and everyone said yes except for mary's mother rosalind said no and he said oh great well thank you for mostly saying yes because the answer to my question was was god telling him to marry mary i just this all just seems so far-fetched yeah, I don't know. The thing I that I believe, actually, is that Ro- um, Rosalind alleged that Robert forged a bunch of signatures to claim Rosemary's money, businesses, and properties worth millions of dollars. So if you look back, it looks like Rosalind, <coughs> who is Mary's mother, mm-hmm. and Robert Cosby Sr. slash and Mary, mm-hmm. they've hashed this out in court for a decade yes. with this will and money and businesses and then eventually it seems like they had to pay rosalind a sum but they got everything else after that it sounds like there was a bunch of forgery going on on these yeah absolutely i mean i'm sorry but i i feel like it's just classic church shit i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry not sorry it's, so it's the Faith Pentecostal Temple. Okay, yeah. There are members of the Faith Pentecostal Temple, and Mary is the first lady there. Okay, what's the first, first lady? The first lady refers to prominent wives of church pastors. In many churches, the first lady is often deemed a leader herself with decision-making authority in almost every facet of the ministry. I don't think Giselle 
had that. No. But it seems like Mary is the the one they hold up to in this church. Yeah, and then there's actually two churches. There's another one of these churches in, in Indianapolis. Indiana. Uh-huh. Yeah. So th- that gets into some of the homes they have. Oh, they've got so many homes. So many that Mary I just don't count. get I mean, I'm sorry. I, these are leaders of a church. Let's put that in air quotes. And they have five homes? They have five homes. Okay. These, these are, are ministers. These are all I from ministers the, were poor. I mean, you can have like a little bit of a life, but we're not having like an Audi. We're going to have... They're flying private to Carmel, Indiana. Okay. So they've got five homes right now. And she and Robert, right? Sure, and Robert. Robert. And I think some of these she had taken over from the grandmother as well. Oh, I think most. So they have a home in Carmel, Indiana, which is like a wealthy suburb outside of Indianapolis. That's alleged, all of these are allegedly worth. This one's worth $1.2 million. They have a house in Las Vegas that's worth $4.3 million. Orlando, Florida, $350,000. Their Salt Lake City house is worth $4.1 million. And then they have a New York City penthouse apartment. That's by Andy Cohen. By Andy Cohen, $5.7 million. Yeah, that seems right. It's bananas. That's crazy. And she also inherited... A, uh, do you want me to do the businesses? Yeah. So Yeah, these, I, I need more about these yeah. businesses. So I know had, about some of them, but others, I'm so murky on them. They had a ton of businesses, too. Included restaurants, investment properties. They had a mortgage company called United Security Financial Corps, which I think did pretty well for this them. This just all sounds like money laundering to me. Oh, all of these, most of these businesses that I'm about to name all took place were like all in the same building as the church. And there were <sighs> a lot of kind of like dummy businesses because you could take startup money and leave it. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, what am I doing wrong? I'm terrified. <laughs> Following the law. Yeah. How dare you? Okay. So what are the restaurants? So these restaurants. It was Can we a, go there? It was, I, mean, I don't this... think so anymore. So it was like a. Her grandmother owned a chain of southern food restaurants called Southern Plantation Restaurants. That's terrible. It's basically like fried chicken and some other like southern food in Salt Lake City. I believe there were three of them. Okay. She also had a business, and I don't think anything ever happened of this, like called... Salons? Beautifully Done Wedding Planning. What? So she's a wordsmith, this one. Yeah. <laughs> they also, Did they ever plan a wedding? I don't believe they ever planned a wedding. They were just like a like, shell. like shell businesses. Printing company called King's Copies, which was located as the same address as, as the her church. church. I uh-huh. noticed that one. In Indiana. Don't forget, she was a podcast host of the famous podcast, Talking Facts of Life with Mary Cosby. There were, I believe, nine episodes of that. Hey, and almost as many I as us. She, I know. Is this her ninth? I think it's eight. Okay. Well... She wasn't really on any of those episodes. She also had a daycare. A daycare? A daycare, which was also like outside of the church. I don't actually even know if that was a real one. This one I found funny. It's called Mary Marta Couture. Oh, I went into that. They they sell like nothing on there. They sold nothing. It was an e-commerce website. Perfumeria. Zero products It says it's a perfumeria. Everything was either sold out or it was just like a resale. It's like going to Luann's website. (laughs) (laughs) oh sold out again sold out nothing there was nothing for sale just bizarre so where does the money come from 
I believe the grandmother made some money, but it just seems so... So you're a preacher of a church and you do all of these businesses? I mean, I... I wonder how many employees they have. All I know is the mortgage company had about 52 employees for a time. Okay. But then I've not that also many. heard that there was a woman named Lois who was who left the church as well, who was also in charge of the mortgage company. And Robert Sr. has nothing to do with the mortgage company anymore. There's not a lot on Robert Sr. Where's their money coming in now? Is this just all good investments from the grandma's wealth? I guess it's... I mean, they send that kid to boarding school. So she has a son... Robert Mary Jr. has one son, Robert Jr., and we saw him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent him to boarding school, it sounded like, in New York. He Unclear what school it was. And then they were going to transfer him to a school in L.A. And then, sh- I don't know what he does now. I think he's been in trouble with the law. He's bought the girlfriend a lot of nice presents. He had a girlfriend that Mary hated at the time, and mm-hmm. he bought her a Prada purse. And a dog. And a dog. And according to the son, and I'm not sure that I see this either because I've seen conflicting things. Her net worth is, according to them, $5 million. But then I've seen also $30 million at some other places too, once you include all of the assets. I think 5 sounds a little more accurate, but still. It's, that's... For the amount of money that she hoards on all, all of those clothes, yeah. like it's nothing. I mean, $5 million is a lot, but it's not that much. Okay. I think it's just taking it from the church. The tithes. It's the tithes. I'm terrified of this woman. I'm terrified. Alleged, alleged, alleged. Alleged. Okay, so... Okay, let's get back more into a little bit more of the church here. Okay. Which is, like, one of my least favorite things to talk about. <laughs> but Her church or church in general? Church. Oh, God. Okay. So, according to... We got a lot of this information. I should preface by there's a killer Instagram account called yeah. Boredom by Bravo, and they have done a deep, like dive. the best deep dive you can get. So if you want to really kind of go down this rabbit hole with us, look at the Mary Cosby stuff on their Insta story. And yeah, I'm sorry that we're all over the place, but she is a person that's all over the fucking place. So according to some post by a Faith Temple, I guess former member mm-hmm. or member. Mary and her husband Robert disappeared at some point from the church for three years and then resurfaced after that and Mary had a completely new face, new nose, new eyes, and her skin was noticeably lighter. And she said she was illuminated by God, came back to the church to start preaching again. I guess they'd gone through all the money. Huh. Well, also, the they said that she was there for a course of 12 surgeries. She has an autoimmune disease that would attack her odor glands with boils. And she was there getting her odor glands removed. And she almost died twice, or she did actually die twice, according to Mary. I think the 12 surgeries were plastic. Oh, yeah. That's what she had. Maybe something else was going on at the time too but they were plastic this is when she was busy working out with andy cohen yeah this is when she was in, living in new york it it was just and they have a lot of the congregates are on food stamps because mary expects them to give half the money as a love offering yeah the heave heaving the heaves or whatever <laughs> you guys i don't understand anything about donating to churches i don't get this then she travels the world in Versace and makes fun of her members of a congregation for wearing Are you bras. 
sorry. <laughs> I hear ringing. <laughs> oh, God. And makes fun of her congregants for wearing Ross. Oh, yeah. Well, she definitely is very scary to her congregants. They're all petrified of her. And I think the ladies are petrified of her, too. Okay, so what else do we have here? Um, we've done businesses. We've done church. I don't know. She's Instagram? Not, she doesn't have very many followers. 114,000. She doesn't do much on it. She posted a little bit while the show was airing when she was on it, but she's not very active on it. Yeah. Not compared to Heather Gay, who has 475,000. Lisa Barlow only has 307K. And Brooks Smirks has 60,000. It's good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Maybe he could, like, throw up a brand every once in a while. Robert Cosby was not on socials, and I couldn't find her son on socials either. I bet he's on there somewhere. Yeah, it's probably more hidden in private. I wonder the relationship between her son. Do you son think she's... I, I think she's absolutely not a maternal person at all. She... She does not strike me no. at all. I think she lets that son do whatever she wants, whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. And he had a smeg refrigerator in his room. He had a red smeg refrigerator in his room. I think he probably hangs out in there most of the day. I know he wanted to move out on his own at one point. I think he avoids his mother like the plague. Who wouldn't? She hates her son to or her husband as she well. She hates her husband. She hates that guy. The- so who does she like? Clothes. She likes material objects. Yeah. She did say that. I don't think she's a people person. No. Which is weird because like that's your job as a preacher. Does she get off of a on church. the power? Of course she does. Now, do and because we- everybody, the members of her church, according to other members from the church, think she is God. Do you believe that? Yes. That they actually think that? I, I feel like this I church some, is... They call it a cult. Yeah. I do believe it because they showed a clip of her when Jen went to visit her at the church. And I know this is like a Mother's Day thing. And they just like were all crying, saying, you're my best friend. I love you so much. You're the best dresser. Wasn't there something, too, that came out a while back that said, like, this church is like... Almost closing its doors. The church closed its doors. It's done. It's done. Okay. They had an earthquake at this church, and it had damage, and they never put any money into fixing it. So what it. does she do now? I, shops. Preach online? How's she getting the tithes? She... I'm so confused. I'm so confused. <laughs> and the amount of clothes... And I remember there was a part where she was at the reunion, and he, Andy was asking her about like her love of Robert... And she's like, I don't, they they don't have a good marriage. They live separate lives. They're not really married. But then she got emotional and cried about him buying her a Chanel purse and Chanel shoes. And like that to her meant more than anything. She is very, very materialistic. And I mean, she's a hoarder. She's a high-end hoarder. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, okay, there's a disconnect for me with, you know, they're all on the on the houseways of Salt Lake City, they all feel the need to comment on her high fashion and her style. They seem to love her fashion and style. Just because you can throw on a label Ugh. does not mean you are a fashionista. I think she has terrible style. It's cool to win. Money Awful. can't buy you class. She piles on layers of everything. She puts a tutu on with a it's... couture tutu on with like a 
long leather glove and a weird hat and she calls it fashion and i mean maybe it is in some world that i don't understand but yeah she's getting high priced clothes and high priced labels but that doesn't mean she's some kind of fashionista and they're buying it on there well, i think the other ladies are buying it salt lake city is not the uh it is not the fashion uh, no. it's not the high fashion capital of the world no 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 not even close anyway okay so she was just on for two seasons with us on salt lake and she is a coming back right? i think she's coming back as a bit of a friend of but yeah. i think she's not filming group scenes she's i cannot believe that they asked her back i can't i can't believe that they that she would even agree to come back i think she'll only film with like meredith and maybe heather yeah we'll see Okay. What? Let's do our taglines. Let's do them. You want to There's do them? only two. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they're similar. Season one, I love God, but I will read you like a scripture. Ugh. <sighs> Season two, if you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. I mean. These might be some of the worst taglines of all time ever. Awful. I can't even. I don't even know. Season one, I guess. I can't even. This is flipping I can't. I hate any. I hate all of this. She's terrible. Okay, so what else? She seems to have a lot of family members around her that she hasn't isolated herself from that are sort of like staff members, no? My favorite, Charlinda. This, it's her housekeeper cousin. It's, well, it's, Ish. no, it's her brother. And please, write in, because I still don't understand this. I can't math this. <laughs> it's her grandmother's brother's daughter. So what does that mean? Is that an aunt? If your grandmother's brother, that would be your great uncle. It's your great uncle's great, kid. Great. So it's a second cousin. I think it's a second cousin. Charlinda. Charlinda. I love. She was only in season one. She was not in season two because she caught the green eye after the show started wearing. What does that mean? She was jealous. Green with envy. Ah. And I believe Charlinda's mother also worked for them. They were, that was the housekeeper. And she, well, and then she had the cousin. The contractor cousin? The contractor that is, you know, helping her with some house refresh. <sighs> just listening to her overall walk through that kooky house and, that and house. be a kook. That mausoleum. Yeah. Okay, so a couple more things about Robert Cosby and Mary's relationship. Mm-hmm. So there were also some interviews that happened with her I think her parents, her mom, and maybe her a brother that they've kept, they have come out and said that Mary herself is a victim. I believe she was groomed. I believe she was groomed. I and it also if she and Robert did plot something to he was have something occur, he was definitely the mastermind by it. And she just I she believe did. she's a bit of a victim, too. And he convinced her that the grandmother wanted all of this. And for some reason, that was, like, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And they also said that Mary was not his first choice. Who was his first choice? I don't know, but I also read that the mother, Rosalind, wanted to marry but, him and take over uh, all of but, this. So I just... Like, but the guys. mother was married to this guy, this guy, Mark, for years and years. So she was just going to divorce yes, her so husband? I, well, Mary did that this is just so dark it's so disjointed too okay so 
And she's a monster of a preacher, too. I have these two quotes. Should I read them? Yeah. Okay. These are these are from some of her church congregants who have said this to her. And these are things that they've caught her on tape saying that I've listened to. This is on this deep dive. Yeah. From Boredom by Bravo. Oh, in addition to where she said, you look like you're getting chubby. Oh, she's a huge fat phobic. Yeah. She's got mega she's food like issues. She's like health like health stuff oh yeah even when it was she was talking about jen shaw's aunt who or diabetes she was just like drink water yeah pay attention to your health okay so here's a quote that she said to her congregation one time you know what i don't like you deborah k don't like what i feel from you don't like how some about you i don't like and I'm trying, I'm trying to fight my own battle. I don't talk to you. It's just something about you. It just ain't quite perfect. This is to Deborah Kay. Deborah Kay is her aunt. She is saying this God. at a church sermon. Hmm. What's the other one? Oh, this one is... That one, the... the yeah. This one the they next also one. talked about, too. All right. You think Shook I, me to my core. Oh, gosh. You think I'm stupid? You're not in church. Coming in here draining me. I ain't preaching over y'all's sin. I'm doing everything else. I ain't helping halfway pay your tithes. I got 14 birthday cards. You're old stingy selves. You old poor people. I don't want no poor people around me. You're poor selves. And if you ain't poor, you're stingy. Because you're still poor. God said you Oof. was poor. Said you were reaping. Now where's that scripture, Norman? I don't know who Norman is, but I there's even scenes where she's talking and they just feel icky talking to the choir and just making fun of everyone, not listening. She has zero empathy, zero compassion. She won't listen. I, I, I don't understand how this is the leader of a congregation. Yeah, she's not bright and sunny. She's not hopeful. And she's not intelligent either. No, she's dumb. She's dumb. I, Unless yeah. she's smart and fooling us all. But I don't get it. Maybe manipulative. Very, very manipulative. It's the only thing. But when I, I think of a leader of a congregation, no matter religion, I feel like you have to listen. You can't be mean to people either. And you have to be hopeful. She's just cruel. Yeah. And they're all scared of her. All of these women are scared, petrified of her. Between her and Jen Shaw, these women don't know what's what. <sighs> Salt Lake has got some darkness, that's for sure. It really does. Okay, so... Moments. We, did, we each did some moments of Mary Cosby, but I don't want to say these are favorite moments, best moments, because... Oh, I Mary's- happen to think she's also incredibly watchable, too. I'm not proud of this, but, like, rewatching her scenes, I was like... I just felt uncomfortable in most of them. I did, too, but I'm also hypnotized by them. In, like, a Kim Zosiak sort of way. Or Kim Richards. Yeah, like, there's something about these monsters... Well, they're not... Kim Richards isn't a monster, but... Yeah. There's something you just, like, they're highly watchable to me. Well, and they're just, like... Because I can't believe bumming around that a huge weird house. Yeah, and I can't believe like that, by that themselves. This woman's on this show. I can't believe it. I mean, and she's coming back. So Ugh, I can't wait. I think I'm going to be going back to Salt Lake City. Yeah, no, I've you decided. have to. I'm going back. 
I took I took some time off. I'm I'm going to be going season three was a snooze. You didn't you didn't miss anything. Okay, what's your first favorite moment? <clears throat> we are going to go with season one, episode two, and also my. There's a lot of moments with her. I feel like every time this she's is, on screen, it's a moment. This is why she's watchable. It is. You're right. Okay, so there's a couple. Um, all the ladies are going to Park City skiing. They are skiing, and Mary is late to this ski date. The episode's called, yeah, A Snow Mountain of Trouble. Did I say that? Mm -hmm. I did. Mary's late uh, because she needed to wait for a FedEx package to arrive. Turns out that what the package was was a Chanel coat or a Chanel ski outfit that she really wanted to wear on this daytime ski date with the ladies. And in her confessional, she says she cannot go skiing without a beautiful outfit. And the outfit's like just like a black furry outfit. I mean, it's nice looking, classy, but... And she says, if you don't have the right outfit, you can get a wedgie. She also doesn't ski. No, she didn't ski at all. She just made snow angels. And then she said in the confessional again, imagine your underwear is all the way up and you can't dig it out. And that's why Chanel is one of the brands you need you need to wear in order to ski because it doesn't give you a wedge. So she and did snow that's angels? That's why she waited for the FedEx. And I just thought, like, this woman is a nutbag. Wait, she did snow angels in a Chanel jacket? She did snow angels in a Chanel jacket. And she waited and was late arriving to the whole ski day because she had to wait for it to be overnighted from New York, probably. And she also doesn't And really apparently a Chanel ski jacket doesn't give you a wedgie. She does say some wild stuff on camera. Horribly wild stuff. Problematic. Okay, my first favorite moment is season one, episode four, Roaring Emotions. <clears throat> Lisa is visiting Mary's house. Christmas decorations are still up. This Oops, house sorry. is a disaster. Lisa calls it eclectic and not quite Utah eclectic. She tells Mary it's magical. Lisa's confessional. It's so disjointed, especially in regards to how Mary dresses. Oh my gosh, completely. I mean, Lisa's trying to be nice. Oh yeah. But I mean, this that house, house is a house of horrors. That house makes Jennifer Aiden's house look like a glorious palace. It, it's like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, there's rainbow chairs and that green carpet oh, and that green carpet and it's dusty. Like I don't it's it's not dusty. Sherlinda is cleaning it constantly. Oh, that's right. And Mary is a clean freak. So also, and this is the same episode. This whole episode is a great, if you want a good Mary Cosby episode, season one, episode four. The same episode, Mary's hosting a quote-unquote Met Gala-themed lunch Oh my God, I, this is my, probably my favorite Salt Lake of all time. She's working with the planners, to, or I think actually they're congregates from her church, to set the table. She says to them, do you guys know how to read? The names are upside down. It's okay. It's just a major flaw. Like, fuck you, lady. <laughs> She's so mean to them. This table is also decorated within an inch of its life. Whitney yeah. actually has a good confessional about this. There is there's beta fish. Yeah. On the table. Beta fish. These women are freaked out by this luncheon, yes. but they also like freaking love it. It's at the like same a daytime time. like Met Gala. What does Met Gala mean? Because Met Gala every year has a theme. The theme isn't just Met Gala. I think Mary's obsessed with the Met Gala. But is she, well, then you have she a Met Gala fashion. theme. Okay, there's beef eaters greeting you at the door yeah. in the daytime in Salt Lake. They're drinking 2003 Dom Perignon, 
which 5,600 people died during a heat wave, and it made the best grapes of all time. That's a direct quote. There are betta fish on the table. She tells Meredith that. Wait, are you supposed to take the betta fish home with you? Is that a goodie bag? I don't know. Maybe they live at Valter's. I think Valter's looks awesome. R.I.P. Valter. R.I.P. I would eat there in a heartbeat. the food they were eating at this luncheon looked amazing. They had some kind of like raviolo with like caviar. Uh, It looks so, so good. I drank 2003 Dom, too. I would drink it. I mean... Sounds good to me. She see for for being a person who likes to drop almost like name drop stuff about mm-hmm. what she's serving, such as the wine. I don't think she really drinks. She, I think she'll drink like two thousand three Dom, like have a glass. Right. It's more about like what you're drinking. I'm gonna have Krug and yeah. She's not just gonna have anything. No, she's not gonna drink Vita tequila. No, she always seems to be having like a plastic cup with ice in it with some kind of like tea. Or like crystal light with a straw. Not like a green drink. No, and I think it's probably some kind of health drink. She's always drink. using some Vitamix something She's too. always doing vital proteins and beet powder. Like, I found that to be interesting. Ugh. Robert's always making her a smoothie. Yes. Yeah. And the short green rice, even though she prefers the long green rice. <sighs> I love that Volters scene. That was also one of mine, but I've got others. Okay. So, let's see. Okay, this is a darker one. Season two. Okay, ho- no, hold on. Give me a second. Okay, I'm going to gonna get do myself one together. that goes into the next episode, which is season one, episode five, Ladies Who Lunch. This is our introduction to Sharlinda. Oh, okay, yeah. My favorite. Sharlinda is bringing her her lunch. Now, for a woman who doesn't like hospital, this lunch looks like it's a hospital lunch. It is on a tray of food, a tray a plastic tray. Every individual thing is covered in plastic wrap. Charlinda is wearing booties on her shoes. Isn't she a wearing hairnet, like a hairnet? Yeah. An outfit. She doesn't let anybody wear shoes inside of her house because shoes are dirty and disgusting. Meanwhile, she's trouncing around in all of her high heels. She and, and she is telling Charlinda who she's also not close with. She's worked for me for twenty years. She came to bring Robert Jr. a gift when he was a baby. And she hasn't left since. And her and her mother work for her. We're not close. I don't know nothing about her. And she pays apparently for her and her mother's tiny apartment in rent. Oh my God. She's a monster. An absolute. Sh- they, they must be members of the church and like doing it for well, she just only, living fees. Well, again, then Charlinda got the green eye and doesn't work for her anymore. Yeah. Oof. Poor Charlinda. Okay. So I found found what mine is. Season one, episode three. Okay. Everybody needs a Switzerland is what it's called. Mary's having this one-on-one dinner with Meredith. They're talking about relationships and kids and family and how hard being married is, whatever it is. And then she mentions to Meredith that her relationship was arranged by her grandmother. And we learn that she's inherited all of the things that she's inherited because of this. She's kind of, talked about the businesses and the homes and everything and then in mary's confessional she tells us it was it was indeed very weird to marry her step-grandfather and that the night of the marriage she told him she had her period so she wouldn't have to have sex with him on the wedding night and then she kept telling him that she was still on her period weeks later 20 days 30 days later so she still didn't have to have sex with him and oh dark she 
hates him. She has alluded to this so this many times. This freaking doughball of a guy. He lives, he lives in Florida. He's barely with her. He is just a doughy, gross, yeah. disgusting person. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, so, yeah, darkness. Darkness all around. Okay, I'm going to season two right now. Okay. Gin and Barrett. Mary is in Whitney's house and claims she got there and she's cooking. Uh, Whitney is cooking with her kids. Oh, yeah. And yeah. claims that she's tired. Why? A member of her congregation got into a car wreck the night before. She was ejected through the car's sunroof and fell 30 feet into a neighborhood off the freeway. Anyway, I'm so excited to be here. And then she does like a dance <laughs> move. Whitney's kids are looking at Mary. Like in horror. Whitney's looking at her like in horror. This woman has saw a member of your congregation passed away. A horrible car accident. An awful way to go. Awful way to go. And you're just sitting there like, yay, glad I'm here. Yeah. Like, again, she's missing this empathy. Yeah. She's not a bone and in her body. And compassion. She doesn't have it. She, I think so much has probably happened to her in her life. There's a lot we don't car- know. Pen, the car- that it just went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had to disconnect and she's disconnected o- occupy herself with clothes and shoes because remembering everything that she's probably been to is too much of a house of horrors truly it, it's bananas i have let's see season two i'm also jumping into season two episode mm-hmm. three fishing for the truth so it comes out in this episode that meredith's son brooks marks has become very close with mary Oh, yes. <laughs> I guess I in between season one and two. And we see Meredith is having some kind of um, designer showcase. So in- inviting a few select people over so she can show off some fashions that she will soon be selling in her, I guess, jewelry boutiques. She'll be selling some clothes in there. So she invites uh, invites Mary and Mary sits down to talk with Brooks. And I think this is a very strange relationship. I don't know if she's trying to I like... Don't- can I preach to him? Yeah. What is up with Meredith and Mary's friendship? I, I don't know. Don't understand it. Meredith does mental gymnastics to try to explain away Mary Cosby. Has nothing in common. Meanwhile, I mean, Jen Shaw, also a monster. She's on the right side of history with that, but then has like no problem with Mary. And they all, all the women know all of this stuff. They all know how to Google. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. But... Anyway, so Brooks is sitting there. She said that Brooks finds a lot of comfort in talking with Mary about everything that Jen Shaw has done to him in particular, which is like some homophobic tweets and say some bad things online. And Brooks tells Mary that um, Jen's, yeah, about the tweets. She's been liking tweets about his sexuality, poking, poking fun at him. And Mary is giving them advice. And then suddenly Mary stops talking and says, wait, you have to be quiet because I have to poot (laughs) and I need quiet when I have to fart. And then she farts. And then the look on Meredith and Brooks's face, priceless. And Mary says talking, talking about Jen at all makes her have to fart. I, I mean, and I just thought to myself, this is a wackiness level that we have not seen before. Can you imagine? At all. Like, Salt Lake is a really strange franchise. strange. I also hate Brooks And Mary Marks. makes it that much more strange. I, 
religion is strange. Um, but she doesn't care. She will she will do those weird things on camera. That's the thing. She's like not shy about certain things, but she doesn't like going to certain events. But it, it, she weird. This one's an enigma. Yeah. Okay, I've got one. Season two, episode nine. I was driving carpool. Oh God. This is again with Whitney. So Mary is hosting an Italian cooking class. Whitney, she called Whitney a couple of times. Whitney didn't answer the phone or didn't call her back until a few hours later. Mary hosting a cooking class makes me laugh. Well, there was an Italian chef there. The food did look good. It was at Park City... Something. Kitchen or something. (laughs) So Whitney didn't answer the call. So the day before, Mary sends her the invitation. All the women got an invitation that had Italian streetwear as the theme and that's what you were supposed to come up with with examples of what Italian street fashion is no idea Whitney's invitation had mob girl Italian mob girlfriend and gave her some like Halloween costumes of like mob girl as inspiration she wanted to play a cruel trick on Whitney because she didn't call her back in time because she was doing carpool this and isn't even cruel. Who cares? Who cares? She didn't come dressed like that because she talked to Heather. And Heather was like, yeah, no, don't do that. She's like, That's... I know that Mary was wanted to make me look bad. She did, though. <laughs> For, through, through clothing. Through clothing. She wanted to humiliate her. And this is when they're all sort of talking and like, you can't get on Mary's bad side because she So wearing is the wrong cruel. thing is supposed to humiliate you? It's just Who not even happening. It's just also doing that and bossing everyone around. And Salt you Lake can't is really boring sometimes, isn't it? it was actually pretty this fun. is what they're doing. It was a pretty funny moment, though. I mean, I get it. I watched it. It's pretty funny, but I don't know. This don't woman's know. nuts. She's absolutely insane. She had a horrible track record, so I wasn't a fan of Jenny. Oh, God, no. She wasn't bad. And she did stick up for herself around Mary, which made me kind of appreciate her. But she said horribly problematic things to Jen Shaw and Jenny about race. She sure did. Saying things about, like, Jen Jenny's slanted eyes. And she Horrible. compared Jen and she, Shaw to the Mexican cartels, Mexican thugs and cartels. And she doubles down on this stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. She won't go into a 7-Eleven if black people are hanging outside. And she's telling this to Jen, who's married to Sharif. And she also called Jen, I believe, at that Valter's lunch a hoodlum. That she doesn't really hang around people like her. She says things that are horribly problematic. Yeah. Terrible. This is a very problematic woman who I also... She's pretty abusive. She's pretty abusive, and I guess it goes to that old saying of hurt people hurt people. I do believe she is traumatized and scarred. I do, too. For sure. Without a doubt. I don't understand where this comes from, if otherwise. Oh, man. I do love her hate for her husband, though. I find it funny, and she just admits it. What do you make of this relationship they just don't spend any time together and that's how they manage it they live separate lives she's never going to divorce them they have a kid together the kid's leaving the nest i mean there are interesting times where he is around though robert senior where he's he never showed up or like never showed up to group events or anything like that wanted nothing to do with the show thankful for that i would like to have seen it 
She just has some really, okay. She has some really weird, like, conspiracy kind of theories. Not not conspiracy theories, but what what do you what would you call them? Like quirky misinformation. Yeah, misinformation. Like you can't drink uh don't drink carbonated water because it'll harden your ovaries. And then so Lisa Barlow's like, I'm gonna Google that and she lost it. Like, yeah. don't you Google me. If I say it, it's fat. Yeah. And that's because no one in her church questions her what she says is fat. Yeah. So when anyone calls her out on anything, it triggers her. She goes into, I absolutely believe she goes into, like, a rage uh-huh. on those people. She and also, on her son, congregation. I don't think she goes off on her son very much. I think she lets the son do whatever he wants. Mm, I think he might be a little scared of her. I think he just runs away. Like, yeah, he's done. She also doesn't eat raw fish because she's scared that the fish will come back alive in her stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why? i got a question. Why are her wigs so bad? Sort of shocking. She's got a lot of money, and she buy she spends the money on the clothes. What's the deal with the wigs? Her wigs are always terrible. They're sideways. They're not combed right. They're like I just don't get it. Kind of slopped on. Yeah. Is that one of your burning questions? Why are her wigs so bad? <sighs> Let's do some burning questions. All right. Does production like her? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I think no. But I think they know she was good TV. I mean, she didn't show up to that last reunion, so I think that probably means uh, they hate her. That's Cardinal Sin number one. Yeah. Does Andy like her? I think he's intrigued by her. I think he's sort of like... He a, wants more. He's the audience. I mean, I, I... Someone that didn't show up to the reunion being asked back. If season two did not have the Genshaw scandal, season two would have been so... It was pretty Mary-centric season two, and it would have been so much more. They would have gotten more into the church with it. I think they were looking to try and... I have to say... Cult fire. Because we didn't talk about Cameron. Oh, we haven't talked to R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Cameron. So Cameron was a friend of Lisa's, who... Friend, loosely... I think they were they were new acquaintances. Well, he was a member of Mary's congregation he for was. a long time, and he mortgaged his house to give Mary three hundred thousand dollars. I think for he said for the surgeries. For the surgeries. I don't know if it was this set of twelve or. I, he claims, yeah, he left. He, Mary and Robert are very harmful. Be very careful. He was a member of the church for years. The truth will come out. He was super sort of vague about it. And then he had passed away a few weeks after filming that episode that he was on. He got a brain tumor and died. <sighs> Weird. Um, and he tried to bring it up with Meredith. That's the other thing, too. He was like talking about that to Meredith. And Meredith's like... You know, as smart as Meredith is, she never looked at, like, Instagram or Google or anything to find this stuff out. I mean, this stuff was coming out of the woodworks at the time. I don't know. She's got a bigger strategy afoot, and I'm not sure what it is. She was like, you can't put this stuff out. I think she was scared of putting stuff out there that had anything to do with, like, religion, and Mm -hmm. she tries to play too much to the audience. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we answered this question, sort of. Is she fashionable? No. I don't think so. I could take a piece here or there, but like a small piece. It's like she's a more is more person. Oh, yeah. It's just labels for her. Yeah. It doesn't matter. 
her home. Oh. I mean, you know that room that has the green carpeting, like the the one that the animals peed on because they thought it was the yeah. lawn. Yeah, that was a funny moment where. You know, she's walking through with her contractor and she's saying, like, every goddamn dog we ever had got confused and thought that this was the grass and there's dog pee all over this room. I'm like, oh my God. What's her cocktail of choice? 2003 Dom Perignon. I don't think she drinks very much. I don't either. But I think if she does, she she likes to hold an expensive glass of champagne. Yeah. And talk about it. And talk about a classy I think she she drinks like a vitamin water or something. No, she drinks smoothies. And smoothies. Is she fun to drink with? No. She's not fun at all. No. She scares me. Yeah, nothing. Do you think she watches TV? (sighs) Yeah, she's got to watch something. What do you think she watches? National Geographic? No. Like A&E? Jeopardy? No. Wheel of Fortune? Maybe. Murder shows? No. I don't see her watching anything no. like that takes that much thinking. So I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know what she does with her spare time. I have no clue. I think she just online shops. I would agree. Okay, here's... Oh, she could... What? She might watch like Project Runway or something. She okay. does like fashion. Some of those modeling shows. Competition Aspirational. shows. Okay, what else? Is she a good tipper? Mm, I don't think so. Um, I think she might be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn. I think she might be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to leave that there. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I just... She never really talks about money very much. Just material items she doesn't there was one point in time where she cried to everybody i think they were on a trip to Vale. maybe it was that Vale trip Mm -hmm. and they were all going in hard on mary and um talking about her her church and her money and they were starting to make some general connections between jen shaw Mm -hmm. when jen had just gotten arrested for fraud um, make connections. This you know, was the trip that Jen got arrested on. Yes, and similarities to Mary. And Mary was taking that very personally, saying there's no fraud. And she bawled her eyes out, saying, my money was given to me. I I have it, but it's because I inherited it. And um, But other than that, she doesn't really talk about it that much, but she does like to throw around a dollar amount sometimes. I think she's a good tipper. Okay. She hosts a good event. I mean, she's an extravagant gift giver, which to me is indicative of tipping well. Okay. Okay. What else we got? What kind of mom is she? Uh, free range. Yeah. I think that if that uh, they traveled a lot. If he said he wanted to go to Japan, they went to oh, Japan. Oh, yeah. They really did, did take... Yeah. She's a spoiler. She is a spoiler. Her get... Her superpower or love love language language is giving so i do in that sense i do agree with you that she would be a good tipper yeah i think she's a good she and she also loves to receive praise for those things oh yeah like if she giveth she expects to receiveth i agree um does she host a good event she hosts an extravagant event her events always seem to go the haywire too there's always a lot of fighting in her events 
I think the intentions are good events. I really I mean, wish you I know you're going to gonna eat something expensive and get a gift. Yeah. So. I would be like a Heather Gay on this trip where I would be like, ooh, what's my goodie bag? Like, I'd be mm-hmm. excited to go to one of her events. Yeah. She never hosted a trip. No. I would have liked to she, have seen that, though. I know. She never even, like, when they went on trips, she always, like, flew private alone. Yeah, she doesn't want to be with these ladies. She never. This was a couple of seasons of, of um, Salt Lake where they were going to. It was COVID. Like, yes. Like early COVID. After the first season, it was COVID. And they were doing a lot of sprinter van driving, mm-hmm. eight hours Empty or six hours, and not flying on planes because of COVID, I think. They were just driving over the mountain over to Zion or something. They don't let these ladies travel far. No. All right. What else? Is she under Mount Rushmore? Absolutely no. not. No. No. Is she a good friend? Absolutely not. I don't think she has any friends. I don't think she has a single friend. Mm-mm. You know, she talks to herself in yes. that house, and her friends are her things. Her friends are her things. Her, her her bedroom is her friend. Yeah. What else you got questions? Does she vote? No. I don't think she I votes. don't think she votes. I don't think she cares. There's nothing political online that I've seen about her either which way. I don't think she votes. No. What about, does she donate to charities or work for charities? I think she thinks she's the charity. Any Leanne Locken in there? She is the charity. You know, I think... I mean, her life comes from donations, no? Some of her businesses, they used to have, like, there was a business or it was a charity that was going on for, like, a good year or so called Latchkey Kid. And which the Southern Plantation fried chicken, you could like buy like fried chicken. Beautifully served is what it said on the flyer. Fried chicken. So I think there's always... I'll take some beautifully served fried chicken. No, beautifully done. Excuse me. Beautifully Beautifully done done. fried chicken. I think there's the intention there and the follow through doesn't... It doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Do you think she was a fangirl of the show before she was on Housewives? Do you think she like was sitting around watching Luann and no, Ramona? No, I don't. I think I she don't knew think of so it. Either. I don't think she did. Does she Maybe. Give, does she give good confessional? Yes. I agree. Yeah. She's those, crazy. Those crazy, the crazy eyes, too. Yeah. It's sort of like darting. She's like a cat that's seen like a red dot. And she's sort of like back and forth. She's a little bit like... Yeah. jerky in her moves. There's no fluidity to her at all. Yeah. There's not a calmness. I don't feel safe with her. No. And there's not any like, yeah, you just never know what she's going to do next. And, and you're, people are scared of her. You don't want to be friends with someone you're scared of. No. That's not a friend. No. Oy. This was a really tough, this was a tough one. I felt like I just the felt meme all over the place. of the guy from standing in front of the red red string board and just trying to piece this all together. Yeah. So thanks for following this twisted web. But when you said do Mary Cosby, the first thing I thought was, hey, two seasons, easy breezy. Oh, yeah. I've, like, this one's going to be easy. I go back and I put so much work into this. Like, oh, my God. There's, I mean, the notes that you, that you typed out that we have, the Google Doc is like five pages long. And normally it's like three, two. It's... It, it, there's so much with her. It's fascinating. I mean, even the OG I, of the OC didn't have this many notes. All right, let's do Rose and Thorn. Oh, God. Okay. My Rose. Yeah, what do you got? It's just fascinating TV. She is 
I can watch her all day. I can watch a spinoff of her in like mm-hmm. a car wreck, touching your bruise sort of way. There's something I, I find her highly watchable. Kind of similar to my Rose. I just put like a wackiness we had never seen before on any housewives. Mm-hmm. And also um, that she's kind of doesn't care. She'll say anything she on camera. She'll just, I mean, also it's a bad thing. No filter. No filter. Um, the house is like a weirdness wonderland. And I like my housewives to have weird tacky homes. I also like so, them to be unaware. Yeah. And she delivered on that front. So that's my my rose. Wackiness and crazy, wacky home. All right. Mine's watchable. What's your thorn? <sighs> Fraud, abuse, racism. Yeah. The Reddit threads that allege all sorts of disgusting things. Her cult. Really horrible cult. All of that. Yeah. Mine's also just her, like, inability to listen too when anybody yeah. when she was having an argument she would just sort of either cut you off she yeah. just like zero empathy it's like a sociopath. she can also cut deep and rude like some people will do on atlanta like there was this scene i think it was Those when they were in zion women in atlanta would eat her alive well and they have her definitely would but she said like cutting comments like they do there was a time where she was fighting with heather gay but then when- and she said you take your own chubby self oh, on up there. She's she's mean. But you know what? Atlanta was funny about it. Yeah. It's funny about it. And Mary's it. not. No. Mary's she's, cruel. Yeah. She's funny, but it's because she's weird. She's not actually witty. Or Correct. At all. It's unintentional. Yeah. Okay. It's almost, we're laughing at her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not with 100%. her. 100%. We're laughing at her. Yeah, no, she's not in on the joke of Mary Cosby. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't appear to be that way. Okay. I forgot to come up with Chirons and you came up with the greatest Chirons of all time. Okay, so I did um First Lady of Fraud. It's my favorite. It's the best. Because this whole thing is a fraud. Yeah. Oh. Um Deacon of Labels. Yes. Tithe Spender. Tithe Spender. Tithe Big Spender. I uh, no. First Lady of Fraud. First Lady of Fraud, I think is the one that I'll go with. That Fashionable First Lady. Mm, she's not that fashionable we've already discussed I just the whole religion of Salt Lake all together we've got the Mormons on here we've got the Pentecostal there's very little I understand about religion at all so in that sense Salt Lake is very confusing to me because I think they all pretty much seem like a cult but that's a story for another time that's a conversation for another time but they talk about it a lot it's the entire franchise. identity. Yeah. And I just, I have no relation to that. I mean. I don't, I don't have any relation to any of that. I like hearing about it. I enjoy when someone like Heather explains Mormonism to me. I'm and fascinated I, with Mormonism. I yeah. always have been. And Mormons also seem so nice to Oh, me. they're amazingly nice. Well, they're shout trying out, to be perfect. Shout out Turtle Creek Lane. Shout out Turtle Creek Lane. Oh, well, we got through Mary. Yeah, that was a tougher one. I enjoyed it, though, too. Yeah, that... We're done. Right in time to usher in a new season of Salt Lake. And we broke our Salt Lake cherry. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. So, stay tuned to 
hear who's next. Absolutely. Okay, follow us on What's Upon a Housewife PC. Yep. Tell all your friends and neighbors. Rate and review. Five stars only. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned. We're going to hopefully bring on some guests soon to help us. I think with... we're going to try our first guest. I think we're going to try our first outside viewpoint. No pressure. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.